Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. Joining me today is my co-host, as always, Brandon Olson, who you can find on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I just realized I messed up. I didn't give myself, I didn't give my, my own Twitter. It's at Dylan Sanders. <laughs> but but uh, I was about to call you Ross, because I'm used to talking to Ross now on Zoom. We look alike. <laughs> <laughs> I can, yeah, look, I, it's because it's, it's the on hair. video, it's the hair. I was looking at it, I was like, oh, is that Ross? <laughs> he also likes to drink a lot of water. So as you were drinking water, you know, it's a whole thing. Um, it's the whole nine. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I oh, will man. say, I, when I had a job interview last week, the guy like was looking at my resume, and I don't know if he was doing it intentionally, but he kept being like, oh, yeah, you know, like the whole nine. It's like the whole nine. He just kept doing it to me. And I'm not sure if it was just because he saw it on his screen that he was just going to keep saying it. I think it was, I think it was probably his or subconscious. Like he was, yeah, he was just trying to like subliminally message. That's oh, all nine. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're right now getting the whole nine of sports in Brandon. You know, we're getting all the sports. The whole nine is being thrown at us. Every sports available. <laughs> And football is joining that list right now soon. I, 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 I gotta, I gotta, cause I do Dylan and Ross a whole lot different than I did this show. So I gotta figure, find my groove back in this show. Cause I'm not, I'm just going to keep talking like this Dylan and Ross <laughs> the entire time. Cause I keep thinking I'm talking to Ross because you look you're so much not, alike. If you can't tell there's a name right above me. Oh, that's oh. what, Oh, that's what that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> stupid oh man but we do have football back and we are back and my favorite thing to do every week last week was to make picks and be terribly terribly every wrong week last week <laughs> every week last year last football season uh, i loved making picks every week and being terribly terribly wrong about them so hey did we ever calculate who was who's worse really uh it no it was probably it was probably both of us Ross did the best, I know, because he had that one week where he came on and then did better than both of us have ever done. Really showed us up big time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Guest of the year, Ross Jackson. Who do you think is going to win the next Guest of the Year award? Is it going to be Josh Kelly? It's going to be Josh or Steve, I think. Yeah. It's we need to have Steve on. back on. We do. We haven't had Steve on in a while, but uh, it's, it's definitely going to be one of those two. Sorry, Ross. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shoving. <laughs> Shove it, Ross. Oh, man. Sorry, Ross, if you're listening. But we are going to get back and go ahead with the picks. So, Brandon, how about we go back and make the first pick of the year? Oh, my God. There's so much pressure because, like, I'm going to get this one wrong. And it's like, well, it's already ruined. So, Oh, man. Um, are you going to get this one wrong? We are first talking about, of course, the first real college, like, first big college football game, the first ranked team playing is North Carolina and it's going to be Syracuse at North Carolina. Brandon, the, the spread is UNC minus 22 and a half. How are you feeling about that? I'm going Syracuse to cover. Not just, I don't want to see him get blown out like that. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Syracuse to cover. Um, yeah. Cause you, you like the thing. I mean, of course they have Sam Howell. Uh, of course UNC has Sam Howell, uh, Dwami Brown, 
Daz Newsome. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I like to think that Syracuse has enough of a defense to keep it within 22 and a half. Yeah, that's the secondary. Always. They have Andre Sisko, True Williams, and uh, Fiatu Melifonwu. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, that's mainly it. I'm just not betting against that Syracuse defense offensively. Yeah. <laughs> they have about Tommy DeVito and Tosh Harris, and that's about it. And the field. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm going Syracuse to cover here. Not super confident in it, but it it's where I'm going. Yeah, I I definitely I'm, I'm definitely taking Syracuse because I think that while I do think UNC is going to win, and it's not going to be a very close game. I just think that uh, Andre Cisco. And Trill Williams, we will we'll be able to keep it within 22 and a half. And it's the first game back, so who knows? It's not going to be very it's, – it's going to be kind of sloppy football, so who knows? Yeah, that's one of my things. It's, like, it's the first game back, so is it going to be sloppy and like – I think both defenses are going to be sloppy. Yeah, probably, but I, I don't know. It's just – I'm so excited, but it's probably going to be so ugly. At the same time. <laughs> it's not going to be the prettiest football. Yeah, not at all. Um, but a team that has a little bit of, uh, you know, experience already this year is UAB. And they are playing Miami. And that's going to be our next game. The spread for that one is Miami minus 14. I'm going UAB here. I'm going UAB to cover. I, don't, I, don't... Uh, I am also just because I think that experience of actually playing a game and not having to go through all those bumps that you have in that first week. Uh, I think the UAB has that advantage big time. And yeah, I think that's what's going to keep them at least in it. I don't think they're going to win though. I am also still counting on their, uh, still counting on their defense, even though they didn't do that great of a job last week. I'll be a little bit more well-adjusted because I know they have really good defense and really talented, uh, really good offense as well. So I don't know. I like this UAB team. I, I have them, uh, Going as Miami is still trying to find their footing. I, I, I don't. I don't think UAB is going to win necessarily. I just don't think that they're going to go to cover. It's going to be interesting to see how they defend Brevin Jordan. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> it's funny because I was looking at the depth chart before and for Miami, and Tate Martell is not even on it. He's anywhere. just not even on it. <laughs> he's just not on it. He's still listed on the Miami website as quarterback, but he's not on the depth chart anywhere. They have three quarterbacks including a freshman, and he's not on it. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I would he get knocked out, so it's not that. <laughs> he just sucks. How <laughs> how the, the mighty have fallen. Was he ever the mighty? <laughs> In high school. <laughs> In high school, he was pretty good. Yeah, um, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Brandon, the next one uh, we have up is Georgia Tech, Florida State. Georgia the spread Tech. for that one is Florida State minus 12 and a half. You're going Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech. <laughs> um, to pick Florida State. I know, and that's why we're going to have our first disagreement because I think that Florida State is going to handle this one pretty easily. Hmm. I, don't, I don't care if they do. I'm just not picking them. Are you going to say anything good about them this entire season? I like a couple of their players. <laughs> Tamari on Terry. Hamza Nasir Aline. 
Uh, Marvin, Marvin Wilson, Wilson, Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, but uh, Woodbury Lars, Woodbury Lars, as a team now, and also their <laughs> offensive line was so horrible last year that I need to see it improve a little bit before I have any sort of faith in them to hold up against anybody. I saw I forget who it was, but someone said they were going to get uh like seven wins this year. I, I just can't see it happening. They have talent and a good deal of it, but... I just think they have a lot more talent than Georgia Tech does. That's fair, but I, I just mean in, like for someone that said seven wins, like that's I mean, asking for a lot from a really bad offense. I don't know. Man. Well, we didn't do any previews, so let's go, let's go ahead. While we're on the topic, let's just go back and look at this Florida State schedule and look at the seven wins, see how crazy it is. So they have Georgia Tech, Florida State. I think that's a win. Miami, Florida State. That one's rough for you, Brandon. I'm, I think Florida Miami. State. I think Florida State was win, is going to win that one as well. I don't know. Maybe. Mm, I think Miami's a better. I team. think Miami is going to win that one actually. Uh, Derek King will have a little bit more time to readjust. Um, and a little bit more. I don't know. I think Miami's going to win that one. So that's one and one. Florida State, Jacksonville State. Florida State is going to win that one. That's two and one. Florida State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's winning that one. It's two and two. North Carolina, Florida State. I take North Carolina. I don't know about you. Uh, so that's three. It's two and three and two. Two and three. Two and three. Uh, Florida State, Louisville. Sorry, sorry, I there's a motorcycle Florida. right outside. So oh, so you had to meet. Okay, yeah. So it's three and three now. Pittsburgh, Florida State. That's Florida State. Florida State, North Carolina State, Florida State. So it's five and three. Clemson, Florida State. Clemson. So it's five and four. And then I think that they can definitely beat Virginia and Duke to close out the season. So we're looking at six and six and four. Five and five, maybe. Six and four, five and five, maybe. Potentially four and five. Four and six. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? It's going to be a, you know, I don't know. I don't think, I think seven wins is a stretch for them. Yeah. Especially because like, it's just that offensive line. I just, until I can trust them, I can't say they're going to win. It's, it's as simple as that. Like, I want to try to be unbiased with it, but like James Blackman has shown he's not good under pressure. Mm-hmm. And that offensive line has shown they're not good under pass rush. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what more to do. Or run blocking. They're just not good. Um, and I know you liked this next team a lot last year, right? Iowa State? Yep. You're a fan. Uh, and they're going up against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. That game is I, uh, Iowa State minus 11 and a half. And I'm going Iowa State, yeah. They have – There's just. I think their offense is going to be a lot better than people expect. Uh, Brock Purdy, I'm assuming, has made some strides. I'm hoping he has at least – uh, Charlie Kohler, Chase Allen. They're one of the few. Brees teams Hall. That, yeah. I mean, they're one of the few teams that actually uses their tight ends. Mm-hmm. And they have two or three, if you include, uh, I think his last name's Koner. He's a mainly blocking guy, but he comes in, he does his job pretty well. Um, so, yeah, I think that they're just one of those teams. And they're oh, Dylan Soner. Soner, yeah. Their offense is, uh, it's pretty fun. I'll say that. They, they do this one where it's like, little read option with a pulling tight end and Brock Purdy kills on it. Uh, Yeah. I just think that they're going to 
start off pretty strong. And I think they're a dark horse to even compete for the Big 12 championship. While uh, Louisiana does have one of the better running back rooms in the country with Elijah Mitchell and Trey Ragus, I don't think that's enough to, to do this one. I think it's going to be – I'm taking Iowa State as well. As sad as possible. That is, uh, that is, our, that is it for the college football preview, interesting enough. And pain. then uh, – Pain. <laughs> and then now we have uh, the Titans – Broncos coming up next for our first NFL game. And that the spread for that one is going to be Tennessee minus 1.5. I'm going Tennessee to cover here. I just, with Broncos losing Von Miller and still not being sure about Bradley Chubb, I don't know how their defensive front is going to hold up. And I don't know. I think that Derrick Henry could just kind of run roughshod a little bit. Yeah, their defense is a little rough. I've been a big proponent of of this team, but I think this is a rough week one matchup because of Derrick Henry. So I'm gonna have to go Tennessee as well. And we need, also, we've agreed a lot. We've agreed on all but one. <laughs> is either really good or really bad? Um, yeah. It's also like this Broncos offense. They're young. They got a lot of talent with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, KJ Hamler, Tyree Cleveland. Deshaun Hamilton, Tim Patrick, like they've got talent. Um, but and even Melvin Gordon is there now. But this is still week one, no preseason game, so they haven't had time to gel in actual game time. And the Titans have a strong secondary, a strong pass rush, strong linebacking core, or at least and a lot of and a lot of chemistry court. as well. Yeah, uh, this is a defense that didn't see a ton of change. They added to Davion County, which is a massive change, of course. Um, but you know, their defensive line itself hasn't changed much as clown is to be playing out linebacker. Their secondary hasn't really changed. They lost Logan Ryan, but they also brought in Christian Fulton at the same time and Jonathan Joseph. Uh, this is a fantastic defense against a young offense. And I think for week one, this is asking to put way too much on Drew Locke's shoulders right now. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I would agree with that a lot. Um, and then, uh, so next up, we have Chargers at Bengals. We have uh, the spread of Chargers minus three. Brandon, where are you going? Uh, I'm going Chargers. And I say that knowing that if Justin Herbert was starting, I'd go Bengals. But I think Tyrod is good enough to... Win Brandon, this game. You do know that you are in an LSU owned Zoom meeting right now, right? Okay. That was a joke. <laughs> How can you go against Joe Burrow? I say, as I'm also taking the Chargers. Yeah, the same thing that I just said about Drew Locke having a lot on his shoulders week one with no preseason games. Joe Burrow has to go through that same thing. And uh, I, ju- I just trust Tyrod more than when it comes down to it right now. What do you. Um... What did you think of Hard Knocks? Did you watch it? Nope. Wow. No. Rip. Rip. I haven't watched. I haven't watched since the Texans were on it. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Um, I, I think part of that's just like I don't know if anybody's gonna loop up to Bill O'Brien because I still remember when he was cutting people. It was the funniest thing ever because he'd call people in, and like the player would be like this far to the seat, and Bill O'Brien's like, 
uh, yeah, we're going to let you go. He doesn't even let the guys sit down, catch a breather or anything. He's just like, yeah, we're going to let you go. I was like, oh, that's so, like, that's so savage and so rude also. Like, I'm not even going to give the guy a chance to well, sit down. Well, one of them uh, today, Clay Johnston, uh, on, the latest, on the latest one. of him. Um, Clay Johnston, he, so he waited in the practice facility all day. And then at one point he has just assumed that everyone who was getting cut had gotten the call. So he left and went home and made like a two hour drive. And then like, as soon as he got home, he got a call saying, Hey, uh, we need you at the facility. Can you come? <laughs> so he, then he, then they, then he came back and they cut him. I mean, yeah, that, that sucks. But it's like, he got picked up by the Panthers. Well, no, he chose the Panthers over the because the Rams really wanted to bring him back. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. He, my point is he's now on the Panthers, uh-huh. which is like I love that fit for him because obviously he played for Baylor, so he's got Matt Rule, he's got Phil Snow as his DC, he's got I'm pretty sure his dad's like the yeah, his dad. Coach. His, his dad is like the player development coach, I think. Yeah, the so it's, and like I loved Clay Johnson before Clay Johnson before he got hurt last year, uh, so. I'm glad that he's back. Also, if he stayed healthy, I think they would have won the Big 12 because he was a huge impact player for that Baylor defense, and that's really what shot them in the foot when it came down to it. One of my favorite parts of this season was uh, his, his relationship with Brett Favre. It's hilarious to me. They had, like, Brett he, – he, he calls him Papa Favre. His dad and Brett Favre are really close friends. So like they had had a Zoom call with like Brett Favre. He does not call him. He the only thing he calls him is Papa Favre. He will not call him anything else. Um, and so that was interesting. And then uh, another one of my favorite cuts, cuts was they just called a dude and was like, "Hey, we're releasing you. Can you bring back your iPad?" That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, come come up, come back. Bring your iPad. Which player was it? Dante Dante Dion, and then then they did sit him down after, but they called him on the phone. I was like, "Hey, I need, we're that releasing." That sucks because he's like, I remember he's on the practice before the show squad. even aired. He was like someone that they highlighted in the trailer because mm-hmm. he's like joking around with Aaron Donald about he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, he's on the practice squad. He's just really small. They also had a dude Juju Hughes, who I didn't know who had a toothpick in his mouth at all times. He does not go anywhere. Like he was sitting in a, in like a hot tub with his face mask, and he pulled his face face mask down. And he had a toothpick at all times, except for in the game because they made him take it out for the end of the games. Because obviously, I, I was gonna say like, like during... he had, but in practice, yeah, he had it. it he, I'm it, glad it, it's interesting. I'm glad Dante Dion latched on. He used to be a giant, so mm-hmm. he's a giant for a couple, two or three years. So it's good that he's latched on. Um. He was but part our, of a very bad secondary. Uh, but also, what 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 uh, what it taught me was how much better of a coach. I mean, me and me and Ross were talking about this. What it taught us was how much of a better of a coach Anthony Lynn is than Sean McVay. Like at Anthony least Lynn's, from like a. Yeah, I, I think he's one of the best coaches. I didn't need hard knocks to tell me. Yeah, that. no, but <laughs> I did, it just highlighted it even more. How awesome! I, how I awesome the entire Chargers like organization is. Yeah, I think like as a play caller, it's like a, like Sean McVay because like Anthony Lynn, it's just like he's like the disciplinarian type. Mm-hmm. But it's like I think as a head coach, like that's what I would want from a head coach more than anything mm-hmm. else. Like so, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think he's fantastic. 
came yeah. reviews with the Jets at one point. Imagine if they hired him instead of all the shit shows they've had. <laughs> um, the next game up, we have the Cardinals at 49ers. The spread is San Francisco minus seven, Brandon. I'm going San Fran to cover. I just... I, I love that roster from basically head to toe. They're one of the strongest rosters in the NFL. We know that they were just in the Super Bowl uh, and they lost it and they lost it by kind of blowing it. So I think they're going to be pissed and they're going to play pissed this whole year. And the Cardinals, unfortunately, just aren't, aren't going to be able to, uh, to get going the way they'd like to, especially with how weak their offensive line is. Uh, I am thinking the opposite i'm going arizona i'm going arizona to come out and uh and shock the world maybe not win it but i I think it's going to be within a field goal come out and shock the world and lose by less than seven come out shock the world and lose (laughs) the game by less than seven points (laughs) lose a respectable i think they can easily win this one though i don't know like not easy it's not gonna be an easy win but they can like i can easily see it where they here's the thing also it's week one anything could happen no preseason anything can happen Mm -hmm. i just like their i like their offense a lot do you think uh oh man is isaiah simmons playing linebacker or safety for them linebacker good they listed him as a linebacker when they drafted him and on the depth um at least the depth chart that i saw he's listed as middle linebacker and from what what's not good though is from what i like read reports like they were kind of keeping him at middle linebacker pretty much exclusively and it's like why why draft a player like that that early if you're just gonna keep him in a little a little box shades of uh josh allen to the jaguars (laughs) yeah Use the player correctly. Use use versatile players. Hashtag this is a, this is our new movement. Hashtag use versatile players correctly. I'm in. <laughs> What's our new hashtag? Little mouthy, please. but I'm in. I'm in. What's the? It's gonna be like the uh, like the the Michael Scott, like the 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 oh, fun the, run. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I have a hat that says it all. I just don't know where it is. Um. And then uh, we have Browns at Ravens spread Baltimore minus eight. Um, yeah. Where are you going, Brandon? Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to punch they're... the Browns in the mouth up and down the field. Like, simple yeah. as that. Yeah. I don't think that there's any disputing that. I, I'm a, they have a, a really, they have such a good team, man. Me and Bross did a mock draft today for Baltimore like wow they need nothing they just don't need anything (laughs) yeah they're just they're just set they need to start getting ready to replace guys that are getting up there or that are going to be too expensive and that's Mm it I don't know who we drafted for them but it was someone like of course they're just going to get someone stupid like that um they're one of the few teams that could actually go BPA and it's just like yeah we gave the Giants Dylan Moses I would actually really like that because I mean, but that's not going to happen because last year because Ryan... you because you just said I would actually really like that. <laughs> no, last year when Ryan Conley was healthy, it was only like three or four games, but he played really well, and he's starting middle linebacker played great for us. And this year we cut him, and it's like all right, we're just we're just not going to appreciate him. Uh, 
Well, y'all haven't had a real linebacker since LT, so we'll, oh, hopefully right. Dylan That's Moses enough. will do that. That's enough. We had Antonio <laughs> Pierce. So you and, haven't had one since LT. That's crazy. When they traded for John Beeson, he played well for us. Let me have it. You know what? Screw you. All right. That's <laughs> move on. I'm done. <laughs> um, speaking of teams and uh, wasted careers, uh, Bears and Lions. Uh, they're going to oh, racist linebackers or something like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oof. Uh, we have the Bears at Lions with the spread of Detroit minus three. Where are you going? Where are you going, Brandon? I'm, I'm going to Detroit. I'm going to Detroit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't trust Trubisky. And, yeah, it's mainly that. Also, like, I know that you love Jalen Johnson, and I like him, but it's like that's – a pretty solid Lions receiving. A, he's go really going to have to go against either Marvin Jones or Kenny Galladay as his first yeah, so. matchup, which is going to suck. Like, first, like, not even, like, no, of course, no preseason. It's going to be his first game action. Yeah, so that that's a rough first week. Uh, I'm going to watch it really closely, though, because I want him to – you don't know how badly I want him to come out and be a star. All of the reports out of the Bears is that everybody on the team and the coaching staff absolutely loves Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's good reason. He's a very talented player. I just I – know. I've just – I've just I've been, a rough first been, <laughs> been so high on him for so long. I really want him to do well, but this is an admittedly first, a uh, rough first game, rough division, what r- rough conference to be in. Yeah, it's it's not great <laughs> for a rookie that's got to start immediately on the outside. Yeah, it's a very good wide receiver, <laughs> very good wide receivers there um, in the <sighs> NFC North. But uh, then that brings us to the game of the week. Look at that. Game of the week today is the Bucks at Saints. I really got to figure out. I can't be too homery in this one. Uh, you but, probably uh, will be. <laughs> but I probably will be. Um, with the... Uh, There's one that if you pick Saints, I'm going to want to kick you in the throat. Uh, I'm gonna I know which one it is. And I've been, I've been debating it since last night. But if y'all don't remember... <laughs> We have this little thing called Game of the Week that we do at the end of every week, and uh, it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite segments. Uh, just it's we get fun. to go, it's really fun. We get to go in, we go position group by position group, and say which team has the edge in that position group. Then we give an X factor for each team, and then we, you know, do the spread like normal. I'm so. Excited. I'm excited. I I'm glad these. this is back. Uh, game of the weeks are fun. I think we're going to do two game of the weeks, one college, yeah. one NFL, once more conferences start playing and games start mattering. Yeah, there's, there's honestly, yeah, there's not even a lot of college football games to look through. It's hard to pick games for this week. That's why I only picked one of them. Mm-hmm. I was like, this, I don't know. <laughs> there's not a lot of games to choose from to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, because teams are, A, it's going to be rough because teams are starting back up. And also, um, yeah, it's just not and COVID. Yeah, like I was yeah. really looking forward to TCU and SMU, and it's like now COVID TCU couldn't meet the roster requirements. Um, and Baylor and uh, who was it? Baylor, 
La Tech. I was really, really looking forward to Baylor La Tech, but uh, of course that one got suspended too. So it's going to be rough. Going to be rough. But uh, one game that did not get canceled is the Bucks and Saints. Brandon, why don't you go ahead? Uh, is it my pick first or is it your pick? Hey, for I don't care. I think it's my pick first for quarterback. And we're going <laughs> the same spot. <laughs> or, or, you know, I'm going New Orleans. Yeah, same. Going New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, I, sorry. Drew Brees and Tom Brady <laughs> at this point in their career are very similar quarterbacks. Old, accurate, noodle-armed. I just think Drew Brees is more accurate and has a better rapport with his weapons. So, Yeah, I mean, again, this is week one. No preseason. Quarterbacks going to struggle a little bit to find chemistry with their receivers. I don't think that the Bucs are going to struggle as much as other teams. But uh, I think when you're going up, especially because they practice against that Bucks secondary, which mm-hmm. leaves, leaves a lot to be desired right now. Um, they're young secondary, so it's not necessarily a knock on them. They've got plenty of room to grow, but they're practicing against a secondary that's not great. Um, and now they're about to go against a significantly better one. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to play a big part in it, uh, especially with Mike Evans being questionable, soft tissue issue, day to day. Tissue issue. I knew you were going to say something because I thought <laughs> it. Um, but you know, it's it's. It, it, yeah, it's going to be kind of rough for Tampa Bay to get going, I think. Yeah. Um, and then running backs. See, now this is your first pick. Yeah, it's the Saints easily. Yeah. Um, I don't I'm, I don't buy Leonard Fournette as the guy that suddenly – By volume, the Bucks have more. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the Saints have just a better. Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray. Taysom Hill. Uh, I would take I would take I would take Alvin <laughs> Kamara and Latavius Murray both over anyone in the Bucks running back room right now. I think I'd take Fournette over Murray, but I'd take that duo I mean, over. I the mean, Bucks I don't know. Squad, I'm just, yeah. You know, I don't know. Eh, yeah, I'd probably take Fournette over Murray. I just like being annoying. I would definitely take Murray no. over Rojo. Or yeah, LaShawn Rojo McCoy. hasn't shown anything, and Lashawn McCoy is a thousand. But Rojo is their guy. Yeah, sure. I've also still not forgiven uh, uh, LaShawn McCoy for spoiling Avengers. Yeah, luckily <laughs> he didn't spoil it for me. I just found it funny, and he did spoil it for a lot of people. Um, Iron Man dies, by the way. <laughs> In case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. Um, I can't wait to get, get like, a tag. Oh, my God, you ruined Avengers for me. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure someone's going to be like, what the f- come on. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> Oh man, the cake was a lie. Uh, and then the, so the next one is wide receiver slash tight end, and that is a big, big component. Because <laughs> if it was just wide receivers, I would give the edge to New Orleans. But the fact that it is both wide receivers and tight ends, I have to give the edge to Tampa Bay. Here we go. All right, this one is, I, I think, pretty easy. Uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm not. A huge fan. I mean, you look at the top guys. You have. You look at the. If you look at the top guys, you have Michael Thomas versus Chris Godwin. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then, even in the second place, you have Emmanuel Sanders versus Scotty Scotty Miller. Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Scotty Miller. 
and uh, in third place, it's Taysom Hill. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it is. Deontay Harris is the third best receiver on the Saints. Um, the tight end, uh, obviously, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Adam Troutman. He was my first tight end. But, he, again, he's a rookie tight end. No one, no rookie tight ends ever do anything. No one's expecting anything. But he was my tight end one out of last, last year's class. Easily. Imagine being that stupid. Um, <laughs> what, did you have Josiah Aguara? <laughs> yeah, you know, they got him in the third round. Yeah, so did uh, so, so, so did uh, Troutman. I'm just um, saying, you can't be like, oh, just heard the Guaro when he went in the same fucking round. <laughs> he went earlier, technically, I think. Um, but, oh, well, I don't know. I was happy for you whenever Josiah Aguara got, uh, got drafted. I just remember, like, a couple, like, a couple days before the draft. When we was, he the, was he the highest draft pick that we had on our show? Or was it, when did McTelvin get drafted? No, it was, uh, was he? Wait, didn't Terrell Lewis go before him? Terrell Lewis went 84. I think Josiah DeGuaro went 92 or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot. Um, mm. Yeah, Terrell Lewis went 84. Cause I remember he's wearing 52, and he said the reason is because he went 52 picks after the first round, um, which is a fantastic reason to pick a number. Um, yeah, then moving on, offensive line, it's the Saints. It's not even... The Saints have arguably the best offensive line in the in the NFL, much and less the, a, the according to the Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks don't. Uh, again, that's another easy one. Uh, defensive line edge. Um, I'm going Saints. I'm sorry. I'm going I think this one because be of up. Cam Jordan, David Onyemata, Sheldon Rankins, who's not going to be a Saint next year. This um, one might be the biggest toss-up. Uh, it's definitely the closest. I'm going to have a bet. Is it because of Shaq I think Barrett? The, their edges. Mm-hmm. I think having Shaq Barrett as your edge one and then JPP, while he's not what he used to be as edge two, is still a pretty good edge two. Um, and then, you know, Ndamukong Su, Vita Vea. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, a talented team. Um, yeah, I, I just think that those edges really take it for me. I, I will say I do think the Saints have the best edge defender there with Cam Jordan, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think as a unit, D-line edge, I think it would go to Bucks. And uh, then uh, with linebackers, um, yeah, this is, I, I'm assuming you included Shaq in it? Or? No, I, I, figured, I, I included him in the edge. Okay. Well, with the whole thing, I think Demario De Davis and uh, Levante David are very, very close. They're both incredible linebackers. And um, Devin, Devin White is better. <laughs> Devin White is better than anybody that the Saints have right now. Yeah. So I think yeah, that Tampa way you got to give it to Tampa Bay. This is probably a- the second biggest like, gap that Tampa Bay has, aside from like receiver tight end. It's like linebackers, probably their next one, which is the easiest for them to win. Mm-hmm. And-, and the easiest one for them to lose is definitely defensive backs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second easiest one for them to lose. Yeah. Uh, they they yeah. really suck there. Um. And then another easy one, I think, is head coach. And it's definitely easy, easily Sean Payton. Yeah. I don't think that's a huge uh, huge question mark here. And then mm-hmm. the spread. 
Minus three and a half. We're both going New Orleans. Yes, we are both going New Orleans. Uh, what about X Factor? Where are you going for, uh, for the Buccaneers? The Buccaneers X Factor. Um, I mean, it has to be Tom Brady, right? You gotta, we gotta see what Tom Brady we're getting. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm not going Tom Brady. I'm not, I'm not going an offensive player. I think I'm gonna go Tom Brady. Yeah. I think it's just it's it's gonna be a precedent for what the season's gonna look like. We gotta see what Tom Brady we're getting. And I'm going Sean Murphy Bunting, cornerback. I think he's gonna have to match up with Michael Thomas a good amount, and uh, that's not gonna be an easy task whatsoever. Michael Thomas is going to get his targets. He's going to get his catches, but it's up to Sean Murphy Bunning to make the tackle as quick as he can, make a play on the ball, or try to make the Saints go a different direction. But if Sean Murphy Bunning gets demolished this game, so are the Bucks. That was very fair. Um, let's see. Where, am I gonna, where do I want to go for the, for the Saints? I'm going to go I'm going to go Marshawn Lattimore because uh, he's going to be matched up I think against Mike Evans and uh, the big thing about Bucks uh, Bucks uh, Saints games Marshawn Lattimore always completely locks up Mike Evans if Mike Evans is playing. If Mike Evans is playing. If he's not, then he has to lock up Chris Godwin, which I think will be harder for him because he is better. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Marshawn Lattimore here. And uh, I'm sticking in that same secondary. I'm going C.D. Doucet or Chauncey Gardner-Johnson Jr., C.J., G.J., whatever you want to call him. Uh, I think that whoever's playing i think it's going to be linebackers and slot are going to have a ton of pressure put on them this week uh i think that you know because i i don't think that you could put either pj or patrick robinson in the slot much this week no matter how much you want to unless scotty miller's out there but i think even when the bucks come out with two tight ends you're gonna have to put in a safety there because they're either gonna have gronk or oj howard and PJ and Patrick Robinson are going to get bullied by those guys. So I think that you're going to have to put a lot of pressure up there on uh, on Chauncey to make some stops, make some plays. Um, yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to the secondaries, really. A whole ton of offensive firepower in this week, in this uh, game. This game, this game is going to finish like 60 to 58. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. It was like LSU, Texas A&M when they went into seven overtimes. <laughs> Uh, I just think no matter what spread you bet on, you have to go the over for every game this week. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> defense is going to be rough. And do um, it as soon as possible before like uh, Sportsbook starts raising the over to the point where it's going to be like, yeah, what's the over? 137. Take it. All right, I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm about it. Um, and then, yeah, so that wraps us up for our first week of uh, – our first week of, uh, you know, game picks. Welcome back. Welcome back, Brandon. Welcome back, Dylan. 
And then, uh, of course, on Monday, we will uh, we will come back with uh, come back to you with uh, with the previews, winners, losers. Not, I mean the reviews. We got winners, <laughs> losers. Stock up, stock down. Coming back. Maybe an interview. Maybe uh, so a little something extra <laughs> from a, a football player who won't be playing this weekend. <laughs> Or ever this year, or this year, but (laughs) still, ever, (laughs) but still, a starter quality. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, we can go ahead and uh, and wrap it up. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can Brent on Twitter at WNS underscore Brent. You can find the show on Twitter at Whole Nine Sports. Uh, And yeah, that's about it. I'm, uh, it's been fun. I'm, I'm so happy that that's about it. That's all I gotta say. It's, it, I'm, I'm ecstatic. And uh, there we go. Adios, peeps.